Glorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and as always, it's a joy and an honor, just a real honor and a pleasure to be with you. And welcome to those of you who will watch the replay or perhaps, perhaps hear this on a podcast or wherever you may happen to catch this broadcast. Welcome, welcome. So in this broadcast, the Lord put it on my heart to speak to you about reigning, ruling, right? Reigning as a king in this life here on the earth, right? And so, and I looked it up, the word reign, R-E-I-G-N, not R-A-I-N, R-E-I-G-N, it means to rule as a king or a queen. And we know that Jesus is the king of kings and Lord of lords. So, you know, I've got the, um, I just want to give this a second. So hopefully we won't have any technical difficulties and um, and you'll, you know, I'll be able to see some names popping up and there we go. Here we go. So welcome, welcome. Okay. So again, reigning as a king on this earth, Jesus is the king of kings and Lord of lords. He's, well, who do you think the kings are that he's the king of? It's you and me as his body. Remember, he's the head, we're the body, we're his body. If you've got the spirit of God living in you, this makes you a child of God, okay? Now, I'm gonna give you a lot of the word tonight and I've got a lot to get through, but I believe this is gonna bless your socks off. I know it is. And because this is what God has for you tonight, he wants you to reign and rule as a king or queen in this life, right? As his child, you have royalty flowing through your veins. You just have to know it and believe it. You know, if you really know something, then you believe it, right? It, well, I should say this. If you, if you know something, yeah, if you really, really know something, you, you believe it. Then again, you could know what the word of God says and not really believe it. You can know what it says, but that means, at least to me, that you don't really know, right? You got to know in your knower. You got to believe. All right, going on. Number one, I want to give you five quick keys tonight to reigning R-E-I-G-N, to reign as a child of God and to rule and to reign as a king, right? Or queen, a king, um, a, a son or daughter of God on this earth, in this life. So number one, if Jesus is your Lord and Savior, okay, you are God's child. I just said this. That's your identity. There's no more well, who am I? You know, no, you're a child of God, period. And if you seek him, say if you don't know what your purpose is, right? Well, he created you for him, right? Because he wanted you to be a part of his family. All right. So I, I'm Holy Spirit, help me. Okay. You're God's child. That's your identity. There's no more wondering. Am I? Who am I? No. If Jesus is your Lord and Savior, you are God's child. You have every right over all. You've got authority over all the power of the devil. You just need to learn that you have this authority and then you have to learn how to use it. All right. 
So that's your identity. I got to give you the word, right? Because it's the word of God, the word of truth that transforms, not my opinion, not my word. It's the word of God. Romans 8, 17 says, now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs, H-E-I-R, co-heirs with Christ, right? If indeed we share his sufferings in order that we may also share his glory. Okay. Suffering. He said, you will have persecution, but he says, forgive, right? Bless your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Pray for them. Pray for your enemies. Pray for them that their eyes would be open, that God would show them the error of their ways and that they would come to know him, that they would come to repentance and come to know him. Okay. That's, you know, um, you, yeah, that was for somebody. You need to know that. Okay. So we are co-heirs with Christ. He was God's son. We are also God's children, right? Sons and daughters of God. If Jesus is your Lord, if he, if you haven't made Jesus the Lord of your life yet, you just have to know this. Number one, Romans 8, 9 says you don't belong to God. If you don't have the spirit of God, you don't belong to God. How do you get the spirit of God? You ask Jesus Christ to come in to your heart, to come into your life, to come into your spirit, to be your Lord and Savior. And actually, you know what? We're not even going to wait till the end. This is that important. And in case you have to go or you have to do something, let's do that right now. Because without the Spirit of God in you, without Christ in you, number one, you don't belong to God. Number two, you have zero power, zero authority over the power of the devil, sin, sickness, disease, all of it, right? You have, you don't have any authority. Okay. So let's, let's just ask Jesus to come into your heart right now. Just repeat after me, mean it with your whole heart. God knows if you mean it, right? Just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for me and you paid for my sins forever. I believe that God, the father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart now and be my Lord and Savior. And I ask you to baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire. Take my life and make it what you want it to be. Teach me your ways and help me to live for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for saving me and forgiving me. In Jesus' name, in your name, Lord. Amen. Woo! Welcome to the family of God. If you just prayed that with me, you are now a child of God. Now we can go on and this is going to bless your socks off. Okay. So we talked about number one, you got to know that you're a child of God. And if you just prayed that with me, you meant it with your whole heart. You are now a child of God. God the Father now sent the spirit of his son the Holy Spirit to come and live in you. Remember, the Father is in Jesus, right? And Jesus in us. We have the Father, Son through the Holy Spirit, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Okay, so that's what it means when someone says Christ in you, right? When the Word of God says Christ in you, it's the Spirit of Jesus in you, right? Jesus said it was the Father in him that did the works. Likewise, we say it's Christ Jesus in us that does the works, okay? His works, the same works that he did while he was here on the earth, right? Destroying sin, sickness, the devil, mm. raising the dead, cleansing the lepers, casting out devils. He said, if you believe, 
you will do the same works that I do and even greater works than these. Why? He said, because I'm going to the Father. That's John 14, 12. All right. So Romans 8, 17, I had said that. We're, um, it, now, if we are children, we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Okay. In order to rule as a king on the earth, again, you have to know, number one, that you belong to God. If he's in you, he's your Lord and Savior. You are, you are God the Father's child, a co-heir with Christ. Okay. And then remember Romans 8, 9, if you don't have the spirit of God, it says you don't belong to God. Wow. You know, a lot of people say, well, we're all God's children. No, we're not. Jesus told the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil. Mm, just saying. Okay. Number two, to rule and to reign as a king on the earth, you've got to know your God-given authority and use it. Okay. Jesus has given you his authority over all the power of the devil. Luke 10, 19, right? He said, behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, the devil. He said, and nothing, no thing is nothing shall by any means harm you. But you got to use the authority that he's given you. Okay. So how do you release this God, God given authority? You, you believe and you speak, right? Or speak and believe they go together. You believe you speak. That's how you release power. And that power is for good or for bad. Okay. Number three, if you want to reign as a king on this earth, you have to understand the law of sowing and reaping. Mm. This is a spiritual law. Okay. Whatever you say or do, you reap a harvest from it. Whatever you say or do, you reap a harvest from it. Right? Okay. Oh my gosh. Your words and your deeds are involved here. So you've got to think about this. Now, if you maybe you've partnered with fear and you've sown words by speaking that you don't want to see come to pass. Okay. So what do you do about it? How do you reverse the curse, right? You repent. You repent. Mm, this is how you do it. You repent. Lord, I'm sorry that I came into agreement with that. And I break the, all the power of darkness in my life. You know, you, I'll, I'll take you through it later, okay? Hopefully we, we have time. I plan to take you through it later, okay? Yeah, this is important. You, I will take you through it. All right, because maybe some of you are sick right now and you've been just speaking sickness and, you know, possible death and mm, no, we, we got to come against that and break that. Right now, we have to break the power of it and release the power of God. I'm not yelling at you. I'm very passionate. And then you stand. You stand. Glory to God. Okay. All right. James 1.22. Be doers of the word, not hearers only. Otherwise, you deceive yourself. Okay. That's the word of God. Galatians 6, 7 through 9 says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever, whatever. That means anything. That a man sows, right, does, says, speaks, does, he will also reap. Mm. For he who sows to the flesh will reap of the flesh corruption. Okay. So, and, and that could mean just, I mean, it could mean a few things, but it basically, if you are just 
feeding your flesh constantly, like your carnal mind, your five senses, or you just eat whatever you want to eat. You stay up all hours of the night. You're not taking care of the flesh. You're sowing unhealthy habits to your flesh, right? And this is what you're going to, that's, you're going to produce the consequences of that. Okay. That's just an example. If in your mind, you're always thinking, for example, like, um, you know, um, addictive thoughts or, you know, um, lustful thoughts, or, you know, just stuff that's in the world. You got to repent of that in order to break it. You cannot get free from something that you've partnered with, with evil until you repent of it because only, and then you have to command that thing to go and you, and then you speak and you receive the blood of Jesus that breaks all of that. All right. I'll, I'll walk you through it, but I'm just trying to explain the law of sowing and reaping here because your whole life is sowing and reaping. I'm telling you, when the, when I really understood this, the light bulb came on and I was like, oh my gosh, that's why you don't want to be in unforgiveness toward anyone because that's what you're sowing and that's what you'll reap later. Maybe somewhere down the road, you'll want someone to forgive you, but that's what you sowed. Okay. All right. You don't want to be in partnership with the enemy any in any area of your life because you're setting yourself up to reap the consequences of that thing okay but by the same token you can sow you know um sowing is uh, like you can sow goodness and love and encouragement mercy you know when you're driving you let somebody go you're courteous you're forgiving you're loving that's what you're sowing you know the saying like if you want a friend be a friend, right? Sowing, reaping. The world would call it, or the, 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 the occult, new age stuff, they would call it karma. Like what goes around comes around, but here's the deal. It will come around worse. Remember when Jesus said, when that wicked spirit leaves you, like seven more wicked will come back if that place isn't filled with him. Mm, I'm just saying, you know, but sowing and reaping. Okay. For he's okay. It says, but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. So, you know, the scripture that says walk in the spirit, meaning live according to what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. Live by the word of God and what it says, how to live, love God, love people, right? And when you do that, you, that's what you're sowing. And then you just, you just flow in God's mercy and love and goodness. And mm, it's awesome. Okay, not that you'll never have a bad day, okay, because things happen in this world. You know, we, we're not in charge of other people. We're in charge of ourselves. Everybody has to work out their own salvation. You can help someone, but they really need to, you know, find this stuff out for themselves. We are only responsible for us. Granted, yes, you want to always, you know, be there for your fellow man, but I'm just talking about in you know, our lives, we've got to give an account for us, you know? So in any event, okay. And of course, if you are a child of God, you're already, you're forgiven. Okay. Does that give you a license to sin? No, because then you partner with the devil and you give the devil access into your life to wreak absolute havoc in your life. So, okay. 
so you understand about sowing and reaping. He who sows to his flesh will reap of the flesh corruption, but he who sows to the spirit will reap of the spirit everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season, we shall reap if we don't lose heart, right? Because it's a spiritual law. You have to reap what you sow. And just remember, God's mercy is infinite. It's new every morning. But if there's, again, partnership with the enemy in any area of your life, you must repent. It is the only way to break that thing. You repent. Lord, I'm sorry that I came into agreement. Let's do it right now. How about that? Right? I feel like the Lord's just, and then we gotta, we're going to go on. Right now, Lord? No, I wanted to do it right now. Mm -mm. The Lord's saying, keep going. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So I'm saying it's so important to follow the Holy Spirit. I got excited. Holy Spirit's like, whoa, <laughs> pull back a little, right? No, keep going. All right. So the law of sowing and reaping. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life is in the power, in the power of your words. You see, your words have power. So whatever you speak and you believe, you're going to reap the results of that. That is part of sowing and reaping. You know, your words are everything. Your words that you believe produce the results that happen in your life. Okay. It's a spiritual law. You'll have what you say when you believe what you say. We know Mark eleven twenty three. Jesus said, for assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. And you know, as I say this, I think about a sickness. Mm, be removed, cast, be cast into the sea, right? And does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Glory to God. All right. Number four, you must guard your heart and what you come into agreement or partnership with, right? This is what we were just talking about. You have to guard your heart, guard your heart. Proverbs 4.23 says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it come the issues of life. So what are you putting in your, like, what are you watching? What are you listening to? Who are you listening to? This is so important, okay? Because whatever you let in, you want to be careful because, again, you don't want to be in agreement with the devil in any area of your life. Otherwise, you'll give him, come on, it's like you're saying, come on in, have your way. No, right? No. John 14, 30 and 31, Jesus said, I will not speak with you much longer for the ruler of this world. Satan is coming and he has no claim on me, nor it says no power over me or anything he can use against me. Why? Because there was no agreement. Jesus had absolutely no agreement with the devil whatsoever. And then he said in verse 31, Jesus said, but so that the world may know without any doubt, without any doubt that I love the father. I do exactly as the Father has commanded me and act in full agreement with Him. That's the amplified version. Wow. You know, we are living in a time when there are lies, lies and deception going on all around us, all around us. And if you listen to the lies long enough, you'll become confused. 
then you might even start partaking in the lies, believing them, then you're deceived. And that's a bad place to be. Because when you're deceived, you think you're right when you're really wrong. You know, the scripture says there's a way that seems right to a man, but it leads to death. Mm. That's powerful. The devil is a liar. He is a liar. He is a liar. First Corinthians 14.33, God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Follow peace. Colossians 3.15, in any decision that you make, if you don't have peace about it, don't do it. Follow peace. Mm. Praise God. Deception is the tool of the devil. He's a liar and he's a thief. And we know, John 10, 10, Jesus said the thief comes what? Only, only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But guess what? Here's the good news. As a child of God, you have authority over all the works of the devil. All. <laughs> right? Ooh. Okay. All right. Wow. We're getting low on time here. All right. Let me try to hurry up. Ah. Let's see. Hang on. You've got to protect your heart and what you allow in. Again, what are you watching? What are you listening to, right? The Lord also spoke to me one day and he said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. That is John um, 6.63. You know, right before that, the Lord had given me a revelation and he showed me that, that your heart is literally like just a garden of dirt, right? Like just a garden, right? And if you just think a garden with nothing planned, it's just dirt. It's just, it doesn't have anything. And then you plant stuff. And God showed me that if you plant the word of God, his word in the ground of your heart, it will grow. Just think of a flower that blooms. He actually gave me this vision. This was going back a while ago, and he showed me this vision of when you plant his word in your heart in your heart. It's and when I say plant it, I mean read it, listen to it, live by it, like just absorb it, get it in you. And when you get the word of God in the ground of your heart, picture like a flowers that just bloom and bloom and bloom and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And, grow. and then before you know it, you'll be planted so firm and rooted in the word of God so firmly that you'll be like an oak tree. You will not be moved. And when the devil comes with his lies right away, you'll say, no, in Jesus name, I come against that. Mm. Wow, That's powerful. Glory to God. I just I get so excited. I get so excited. The word of God is spiritual, right? But Jesus said that their spirit and their life, because the spirit is what gives life, right? Your breath, your spirit is what gives life to the body, right? Okay, Proverbs 4, 23, okay, says this, the word of God is life to all who find them, who find what? The word of God, and health to all their flesh. We have to stop putting, I say we, but you know, just, just people, I don't, I refuse to put wisdom, like my my belief or my, um, how do I say this? The wisdom of God is not the wisdom of man. Stop putting your, your belief in the wisdom of man and not the power of God or the wisdom of God, okay? 
Your faith should be in the wisdom of God, not the wisdom of man. Wow. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. <sighs> okay. The word of God, Hebrews 4.12, is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. Okay, it judges the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The word of God released, boom, will, the word of God that you release, that you believe and speak, it's so powerful when you believe that that faith, your faith is literally a force and God had shown me like a spinning top headed for the target, boom, right? And the only thing that can reverse it is your Agreement, you're sp saying you're speaking or agreement with something else. Arr! You stop the power of God in his tracks, in its tracks, and reverse. No, don't do that. You stand firm. I've already released this. The devil comes with a lie. Nope. Jesus already paid for me. Jesus, the blood of Jesus took care of me. Get out of here, devil, in Jesus' name and start praising Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. I tell you, the devil does not want to be anywhere where the Lord Jesus is being praised. I am so excited right now. All right. So <laughs> there's more that I could say here, but okay. So then just, just a couple things here. The word of God says in Hosea 4, 6, my people, God said, my people are destroyed. They perish. They die for lack of knowledge because they've rejected his word. So many people today, they don't care about knowing Jesus. They don't know what they don't know, but boy, if they did know. And then some people are just demonically influenced. So they're just like, you know, not for me. Yeah, until you get sick and then what? Right? Be there for them anyway. Show them the goodness of God. He is so good. Show them. Do you want to get well? You know, I feel like, I wish I had more time here, but sometimes when I'm talking to people or getting ready to, you know, minister healing to someone like one-on-one -on, -one on the phone or something, a lot of times they'll want to give me the whole backstory. And I'm like, no, 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 just what's going on. I might say, you know, how long have you had this? But I don't want to hear every detail because then I'll start getting in. You know what I mean? No, I don't because it doesn't matter. None of it matters. And as a matter of fact, I spoke with someone the other day and I told her, I said, listen, you were healed of cancer. She was. We, we, I ministered healing to her several months ago. May even be a year ago. I don't even know how long ago, but she went back, done, gone. But she received it. It praised the Lord. And I told her, keep praising God. So the other day I was speaking to her and she was talking about, you know, anxiety, fear, and what happened like years ago. I'm like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. She was like, okay. And, you know, sometimes that can make, maybe me seem like incompassionate or hard. I'm not being incompassionate, but I got to stay focused. You got to stay focused. Jesus said to the man, you know, that was lame for 38 years, right near the pool. He said, do you want to be well? And the man, you know, <laughs> Jesus just said, pick up your mat and walk. Boom. Done. That's it. Forward. Don't look back. That's the enemy's MO, the past, the past. Yeah, but, yeah, but, uh, remember, uh, no. Forward. Forward. All right. So God had said to me, stay clothed in the armor of God and use the authority I've given you 
and nothing shall by any means harm you. Read Ephesians 6, the armor of God. You stay in right standing with God. You take up your sword of the spirit. You, your shield of faith with which you can, you will quench. If you've got the shield of faith for real, you're in faith. Remember, your faith is a force. You will stop, quench, put out every fiery dart of the enemy. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe we're like totally out of time. All right. And the last thing was, you've got to walk by faith and not by sight. Okay. Um, I have to start doing a couple like more Facebook lives because there's just even short messages I want to give, right? I need to. Yeah, I need to start doing that. Even like little, you know, stories here and there of like miraculous things that have happened. Um, so lastly, again, walk by faith and not by sight. If you release the word of God, stay on it. Doesn't matter what it looks like. I like, I don't even want to see what it looks like. Just stay on it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Day by day, you'll see things change and getting better. I was thinking about um, this um, red cat. A lot of people find me through this um, video that I prayed for a cat um, like three years ago. And I think they think like I just prayed for animals. And uh, but then they find the broadcast. Anyway, it's 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 good because then they see there's a bunch of other YouTube videos. Anyway, bottom line is we had this red cat who the tail, this cat got very sick, is an outdoor cat. He's not even really my cat. But anyway, bottom line, I'll tell the the, the I'll get more in detail on another day, but he was very sick, obviously, because he looked terrible. Um, but he's like a out, outdoor feral cat. And um, and his tail got like real mangy, like real stringy. And the other cats like backed off, but he was very much a bully to the other cats. Anyway, long story short, I knew he was sick and I just said to him, you know what, one day, and I know this is going to sound really mean, but I said to him, cause I, I love my outdoor cats, but this one was just a bully. And I said to him, you know what, Red? I said, I don't like you. I said, but God loves you. I said, so I love you. And I said, and I'm tired of seeing you sick. So right now, and I just rah, took authority in the name of Jesus. I said, Satan, I command you to get out. You get off of bread. I command that sickness to die at the root right now in Jesus name. Leave now. You leave his body. And I said, red, I speak to, and I was, I didn't touch him. I was just pointing at him through the, the sliding glass doors in the back. And so I said, I just pointed at him and I said, I said, in the name of Jesus, I said, I, I speak to every cell of your body and I command you to be made well, whole, perfect right now, healthy, strong in Jesus name. Something to that effect, right? Might not have been the exact words, but yes, just about. So, and then I said, okay. I said, thank you, Lord. In Jesus name. I said, well, and I was like, he's healed. And he really wasn't eating. He was just kind of coming and then he'd walk away. If I could show you a picture, I really wish I had taken a before picture. That cat is the picture of health today. He comes and he just, you know, his alpha male, he's, he just, he still bullies the other ones. They like, you know, get all scared of him. That cat is the picture of health today. So that's my point. And I was like, well, didn't matter what it looked like. I already spoke and I knew it. And when you really, truly understand that you have authority and you speak and you release it, and then it doesn't matter what it looks like, and you just keep speaking life, oh, I probably do need to do a course on authority.
you know what, comment if you would be interested in that because I think I really need to do something like that. But anyway, I want to minister healing to you right now. If you've partnered with any kind of fear or sickness or words of doubt, let's let's just repent for that right now. And then I'm going to minister healing to you. And I want you to send me an email um, at info at lisabuldo.com. Or just go to my website and you'll see where you can send me an email. But I want to know what God did for you. Okay? Because it's so important that we let the world know or comment. Let, let people know what God did for you. Okay? This is so important. Praise his holy name. He paid for your healing. Right? In full. Okay. So repeat after me. Mean it with your whole heart. And then the devil's going to have to take his hands off. Then I'm going to minister healing to you. And then don't say a word until I'm done, okay? For just a couple minutes. So just repeat after me and say, Heavenly Father, Lord, I am sorry that I came into agreement with any unclean spirit or anything that is not of you. Lord Jesus, I thank you right now that I am cleansed. I am forgiven and I break all agreement with the power of Satan right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, don't say a word. I want to minister healing to you just super quick. Right now, in the name, don't even speak in tongues, nothing. Just receive. Just receive. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I curse sickness in your body at the root. Every person under the sound of my voice or watching right now, I command, I, I curse the seed and the root of every bit of sickness in your body to die at the root right now, right now in Jesus name. And right now I command every unclean spirit, fear, anxiety, spirit of suicide, Every demon spirit I command to leave you now in Jesus' name. And right now, I, I command every bit of sickness to go. Pain, go now. Be free in Jesus' name. Woo! People are getting free. You're, you're free. You're free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And right now, I speak the peace of Jesus Christ to your heart and mind right now, right now to overflowing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, to those of you who had fear and anxiety, that thing just lifted. Bye-bye. Gone. I know it because it works every time because it's not a formula because it's the word of God. And the word of God released power. It, it's power. And the devil is no match for the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. So right now I command, and I'm speaking to you ever, anywhere in your body that needs healing. I say, be healed right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be healed and made whole right now. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet right now. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Woo! Glory to God. 
I pray that this has blessed you tonight. I know it has. And I would, you know, ask you to share this out. Let's advance God's kingdom together. If you would like to sow a seed, you know, I always say no, no seed is too big or too small. But if you'd like to sow into this ministry to be a partaker, then then feel free. There is absolutely no no pressure. But if God leads you or as he leads you, you know, it's always a blessing. And I do believe in a blessing exchange. You can go to my website at lisabuldo.com and, you know, you'll find um, a way to give there. And so I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. And I will say this as well. Um, If you or anyone you know is struggling with life or death sickness, where they may end up going to the hospital before they go, please get in touch with me and you know, well, if you if you call the eight hundred number, leave a message. But it's also good to email me, and then I can you know set a time to speak with you. Or you know, now don't send me an email and say, "Can you um, call this person?" No, Jesus Jesus ministered to those who came to him. Right? If someone calls me and they want healing and they don't know what to do. I will, you know, but, but if it's a life or death situation, because obviously I'm one person and I have to, um, you know, prioritize time. But if something is, is, you know, very serious or somebody's having an issue with their lungs and they're short of breath, please call me, call me, email me, do both. All right. Just go to the website. So anyway, I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. Thank you for watching the victorious life. And I will see you again real soon. All right. God bless you. Peace.